Welcome to the Join the Revolution podcast. Here are your hosts, Jim Montgomery and Cody Sandlin. Welcome back, everybody, to the seventh episode of the Join the Revolution podcast. <clears throat> We've got a good one for you today. My partner in crime is here with me, Cody Sandlin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. I can't believe it's already been our our seventh episode. You know, That's yeah, crazy. and we took a little break. You know, so it's I think it's uh it's been good. I've I've enjoyed doing these. Um, lots of feedback. Obviously, was able to do a little short on that, and uh, you know, but it, it's good to do it and just kind of engage with the with the drill bit community and drilling engineers. You know, around the world, really. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's a it's a neat deal, and I I guess we're getting some good response. We we keep coming on each month for a new new podcast, so I guess there, things are going well on that end of it. Yeah, well, we got a doozy for everybody today. You know why you should join the revolution. So you know it's our tagline. We hit it all the time. It's on just about everything that we put out. Join the revolution. Join the revolution. I end the podcast with it. You know all my updates go with it. Uh, so I'm excited to get get into it. Before we do, you know, have you, have you been keep? Well, I mean, I know you've been keeping up, but uh, what what what's up with the seas, man? Uh man, I don't know. I watched the the one last night, and that one didn't surprise me. I figured that's the way it'd go down, just because, you know, the Nuggets, Joker and Murray, they're such a great combo, and they're so hard to defend. And then some, uh, you know, some key contributors hit big shots at big times, and. So it's it's tough to beat those guys, but yeah, tonight's a big one. Um, I definitely don't want to go home zero and four, you know. So maybe maybe we can pull out. You got to you got to win, you know, this one before you can even think about the next three. You're right, right, one at a time. Yeah, I was watching that. You know, I've been watching the Lakers. So I've been watching both, but I was watching, you know, and just trying to like put my coaching hat on. Right, I can't coach at the level of those guys coach, but I'm like, how in the world do you defend Joker? Do you just let him go get sixty? You know, because he seems like he's he's way better and he's content to just have 15, 15 points, 15 rebounds and 15 assists. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, two two huge plays last night. You know, he he drove baseline against a double team there, at, you know, towards the end of the game and, and got a bucket. And then he had two huge threes. Uh, one of them was over LeBron, you know, he threw it behind his head and, and, and shot it. And it went in like, I mean, you can't defend it. You just got to tip your hat to him and say, Hey, good shot, you know, and go, to, go on to the next play. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I couldn't figure out, like, I wouldn't know what to do. You know, do you, do you just let him go one-on-one all game and you just keep everybody off the three point line? You know, it's a three point game. You live and die by it. Everybody's shooting tons of threes now. You know, I, I don't know what to do, but I, I, I would sit there and go, you know, maybe we just, you know, like you used to do Shaq, right? Yeah. Just let it, just let him get his. There's no sense right. in using a bunch of bodies, especially, you know, they put LeBron on him, and I thought that really took some of the offense out of LeBron. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. If you have to work that hard on defense, you don't have a whole lot of energy there towards, you know, the end of the game, and I think that that took its toll on LeBron. But, you know, speaking of the, the Celtics, I did see a stat. You're talking about live or die by the three. Um, and the first three games against Miami, they they've shot – their worst in any three game stretch all season you know uh, beyond the arc and that's that's huge you know you don't think about it but i mean if if you're just not hitting you're not hitting so well you know i mean the the c's they they just got i mean tatum's got to be the guy right i mean he's got to go get 40 or 50 tonight he's just got to you know he's everything runs through him 
when he's hot, the rest of the team's hot. And you know Jimmy Jordan. I mean, oops, sorry, Jimmy <laughs> <Butler>. <laughs> you know Jimmy Butler is going to be. He's going to be dealing on the other side. Oh yeah, and he man, he's just a. He reminds me a lot of like you know Kobe Bryant, just the way he attacks the game, and he definitely he's got that Mamba mentality. You know, he's a killer, and and I think that's that's been the huge reason why they've gotten where they've gotten is just because Jimmy's like jump on my back, let's go, and, uh, yeah, and I'll take I'll take you there. It's like he's got the game figured out. Like he knows when to let everybody else get theirs, but when there's there's a sticky point in the game, man, he just takes it over. You know, and right? Like, yeah. Wow, it's fun to watch. You know, to see the the differences in the two teams. I think Denver and Miami is a great matchup. I really do. Uh, they're both teams that that can just fill it up, and so yeah. you know, I'd love to see the seas come back and, and at least make a series out of it. You know, and and not have two sweeps in the conference finals, but. I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. No, I think it'll be a great – either one of them. You know, any of the three teams left, I think any of them are going to have different matchups and, and give each other matchup problems and um, just it's going to be who comes down and figures out how to handle the, the mismatch the best, you know. For sure. Well, I want everybody to know that Cody is a Celtics fan. He's a Boston <laughs> fan through and through, and I bust him all the time in text message trying to pick at him and get at him. But you know the hate comes with with so many championships, man. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Pat's up there. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal title town, and then you get into hockey. I mean, it's just so it's so title rich that people are gonna hate. Yeah, I get I, I I catch it all the time, you know, especially like when when they're doing well. Any of the teams are doing well. Oh, you're a bandwagon. I'm like, you know. Uh, I remember when, when Paul Pierce was early on in his career, I was, I was a Celtic fan and, and they weren't very good for a long time. And, you know, back in the, even before, you know, the Antoine Walker days and and all that stuff. And, you know, I was, I started watching it around the kind of the end of the bird era, you know, but, um, you know, the, the, the Red Sox have had, they've been struggling the last couple of years. Uh, we'll, we'll ride it out, you know, and of course, you know, when, when Tom left, uh, uh, it, it hadn't been great, but you know what? Uh, we got a new year coming up, right? And so now, <laughs> now I think I can I can uh, associate with all the cowboy fans, right? Like next year, that's our year, you know. It's our so. year. <laughs> Absolutely, you got you got to tell everybody you grew up in yeah. Texas, man. There's no pro team out there. In no, Texas. no, you know, absolutely so not. Pick who you like. That's so, right. You know, I I grew up right here in the Houston area, so. You know, live or die, unfortunately, you know, I, I got to live with the Texans and I got to live with the Rockets. But, you know, thankfully the Astros are they're, they're on a little eight game streak now and looks like they're headed to take over the division. So I can breathe a little easier. So, well, man, let's uh, let, we could go probably sp- a whole podcast on sports, but let's get into it. I'm going to I'm going to mention the first sponsor since 1996, the Certified Public Accounting Office of Piedmont Associates has been serving the tax and accounting needs of the greater Houston area and beyond. Piedmont Associates provides tax, payroll, accounting, and consulting services to individuals and small to medium-sized companies. Call Jackie Peden today at 281-992-1512 to discuss how Piedmont Associates can help you and your business grow. All I'm right. Well, start getting a cut on it, man. There, there you, that, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's... Uh, <laughs> You know, whenever you hit me up about, you know, like let's brainstorm on some topics, you know, um, I don't, I just, I sat there for a while. I think I was actually driving somewhere, you know, and, and out here it's, it's an hour drive anywhere you go. And, um, and I just got to thinking, I was like, you know, we, on everything we have, we have joined the revolution, you know, um, and I thought, you know, we need to, 
elaborate on that and you know expand upon why we why we want the, the, the our customers to join the revolution and how we get them to jump on board and i thought you know what we just do things a little bit different than than all of our competition and so that would be a you know a highlight Let, let's let's give people an example or you know tell them why you know they should join the revolution and um you know the the biggest thing you know we don't wear that big colorful logo or you know the the years and years and years of experience and and r&d and all that good stuff so for for me you know the biggest sale is not necessarily the bit sale it's it's the sale to get the customer's time you know i think that's the biggest thing and so i think we have to do you know you and i have to do a great job of of communicating that initially up front and and making that sale like hey just give me you know 10 to 15 minutes um of your time let me, you know, let's, let's talk about what you're doing and how we can help. And, you know, I know they, you know, they hear that all the time from everybody. Um, but when, when we do it, we, we kind of have a different approach and that's, that's some of the stuff that, you know, I thought, man, that'd be great for us to go over, you know? And so people kind of get an understanding of, of how we do what we do and why we do what we do and, and why it would benefit them, you know? And I, I guess, you know, the first thing that, you know, comes to my mind is, you know, getting that initial meeting or, you know, us doing some research, some legwork in the, on the, on the backside, figure out what the customer's doing or whatever. Um, but the, the other big thing is, is the bit design process. And, you know, I know we, that old Taylor made saying that, you know, we, we, we build a bit for every application and, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. what we do, you know, at Revolution, we do do that. And I mean, that's because we have to, right? We don't have a bit for every application because we just haven't been in, in business that long. And so we really do have to design it. And it's not just for the application, it's for the customer, um, you know, with, with what kind of rig they're running, what kind of motors they're running, um, what they're trying to accomplish, whether it be one bit to TD or, or one, uh, you know, couple of bits as fast as you can go or whatever um so that's that's some of the things you know when when i get that initial meeting and and if we don't have a bit for that application which is usually the 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 case uh, most of the time um you know we got it in that first meeting like hey what where where are you struggling or where do you feel like you could get better you know and um and so then you know we dig in and, and and try to get all the information we can and and then we really get the bit and you know, to yeah, our, you to know, our I'm, folks and, you know, I'm go from there. Percent, oh yeah. I'm a thousand percent with you. I think the hardest, toughest sell that we have is just to get the door open. Right. I mean, it, there's no doubt about it just to get, you know, who in the world is revolution drill bits, you know, what, what in the world can you do for me, man? I'm busy. You yeah. know, so it, it's just, it's just getting in that door and then kind of explaining a little bit about what we do. And you touched on it too. And we've touched about it in previous podcasts application specific right how do i say something that's not something that's been retread and used over and over in this industry you know for 20 30 years right i mean probably beyond that you know my dad was in drill bits when i was a kid and he probably said application specific and whoever trained him and was in it 20 years before that probably said application specific and really you know when if you're a new customer to us and we're a new vendor to you the truth is you're, you're getting a new drill bit design and, and that's just the way we choose to operate and the way we have to operate. And the only caveat to that is, you know, if you're drilling a 500 foot surface hole, I'm not going to go, we're not going to go, you know, design a new bit. But when we start getting into intermediates, curves, horizontals, you're getting a new bit because even if 
were running next door to you, there is a very high likelihood that you do things different in your operation for a reason. You guys believe in your process. So we kind of adapt our process to what your goals are. So, you know, there's some things to touch on, you know, as far as the internal processes when it comes to, you know, a new bit design. And the first thing is you have to define and agree upon a target, right? I mean, then it has to be both sides, right? We're not just going to go willy nilly design a, a bit and say, well, we just want to be 20% better, right? Well, what if 20% better where, you know? So, I, you know, you touched on it. You have to engage with the customer and say, you know, where would you like to get better? Where would you want to see some improvement? And then we both agree upon that target, right? And then we start going, you know, in rapid fashion through current performance evaluation through Payson and Todco. We use the real-time data, one-second data analysis, formation analysis. We go through dull condition analysis, right? We want to know why cutters are failing. And so we can, you know, design and pick the best cutter for that application. BHA selection is, is crucial, right? How, what size is your drill pipe? How many staves are you running? What what type of motor are you running? What, what speed on? Are you on a rotary steerable system? You know, all of these things that go into BHA selection, um, you know, and then we start to do all of the engineering work back home on that, right? What's the blade count we think is optimal? What cutter size do we think is optimal? How aggressive or passive do we need to be? And then the big one is cutter selection, right? I mean, we could pick, you know, four or five different types of cutters just in the Permian Basin. So, right. you know, picking the right type of cutter, you know, absolutely is going to make or break whether it's a successful run or not, you know, and then we will take that finished product, that design, and then go review it with the customer and lay it out from A to Z. We share it like an open book, back rig scheme, blade spiral, you know, all of it. How, how big is your junk slot area? What kind of, you know, fluid analysis did you do on it? We, we share all of that with the customer upfront and get his commitment. And then it's just build it, run it and follow up. Right. And that follow up process is, is pretty big for us. Yeah. You know, because I know Jim, some of the customers we work with, with currently, I mean, heck we, we're on our fourth or fifth iteration of a, of a bit design, um, you know, cause the first one was pretty good. And then the second one got a little bit better. And then, you know, uh, we just kept on going from there. And I, you know, that's something that I'm proud of that we do. We just, we don't settle for, for that first one, you know, hitting the home run and, and being okay with it. You know, right. like let's you know, keep the, continually get better. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that pursuit of perfection, right? The continual pursuit of perfection. Uh, you know, we want to go win the race and then we want to race ourselves. Right. And, and there's always things you can do better. It is a competition and we should just get that. It is a competition. It's a race, you know, and I think every person that you ever asked that's been involved with any type of competition, doesn't matter if it's sports or, you know, chess, it does, they're always going to analyze what they've done and go try to figure out what they can do better the next time that they go do it. And that's, that's a hundred percent a part of our process is we don't sit and wait. We don't set the market and sit and wait for somebody to beat us and then say, okay, we need to come out with something new. We're continually trying to come out with something new. Right. Well, and then, that, you know, the other thing, you kind of mentioned it up there, um, the kind of the rundown you were given um, is, is Payson or, or Totco access. You know, we, we ask for that from our customers. And a lot of times, I mean, I always ask for it, you know, and sometimes I get those raised eyebrows from across the desk, you know. Um, and I don't know if it's just assumption of, of why we need that or, um, 
you know, I don't know if it's maybe thinking, you know, well, maybe there's going to be some finger pointing, you know, at the end of the day. And, right. and, and honestly, to me, I'm like, no, if, if our bit doesn't, you know, if our bit run and when we build it and our design doesn't live up that finger point, like it's going to come right back to me. You know, if, if you give us that access and allow us to, to, really dig into your operation and, and design the best bit for you, then yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that finger point comes back at us and, and it's, it's, it's more of a team deal, right? Like, you know, I want it to be as successful as you do. And so we got to get there and, and do what we got to do to make sure. And having that gives us the best possible chance to be successful, you know, and, um, you and I, you've said, came in and sat down on many a meetings, you know, with me. And after we've had some, some follow-up runs and stuff like that. And, and, um, and we've never really, we've never tried to, to point the finger and say, well, if you did this and you did this, the bit, no, Hey, like, this is what you do. Let's figure out how to make the bit hold up <laughs> yeah. to what you do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The accountability process always starts with us. Right. So if there's an unexpected drilling result, which, you know, thankfully we, we don't have very many of those, but if there's an unexpected drilling result, we automatically start with, did we do everything right? You know, from, from start to finish. And we go back and check and recheck and recheck. And once we're sure that we did everything right, then we peel into the data and say, okay, look, you know, where did things go south for us? You know, where did things go south? And when I say us, I'm talking about us and the customer, right? I mean, they don't want an unexpected drilling result either. So, right. You know, sometimes you can go in there and, and pick out where, you know, they got busy on the rig floor and lost control of parameters. But, you know, in the days of automatic drillers, it's really hard for that to happen. Um, you know, so there's very little finger pointing back to the customer. We're always going to say, hey, we think, you know, this could have been done better or that could have been done better. But at the end of the day, man, we, we've got to design a bit that's going to hold up in the environment that you're choosing to run it in. Okay. And a lot of people want to design a bit and then tell you how to run it. And we we're happy to participate in in that discussion, right? Of of parameters and all that, but you're the expert on your well, right? So absolutely. My my job is to bring you a product that works where you're the expert at, and so that's that's what we really focus in on. You know, and the other thing, Cody, with I wanted to expand upon, you know, Payson and Todco. Um, we our comparison here, you know, we use that data to compare on bottom drilling time only, you know, and so. What I mean by that is we go pull all the data and we take out, you know, connection time, survey time, downtime, you know, where they're working on the rigs. And a lot of times in IADC hours, some of that can get mixed in there, right? So you're mm -hmm. not really getting a true bit on bit performance, you know? So we like to look bit versus bit on bottom versus on bottom, right? And see how that stacks up. And then the most important out of that whole calculation is your on bottom cost per foot, right? Because you need to know just how much that drill bit is costing you to run okay and and cost is something everybody's very sensitive about i know there's operators that go through cost training you know and how to negotiate with drill bit drill bit vendors uh you know but it's something that we're very sensitive to and focus on a lot which is another word that just gets abused in our industry which is cost per foot right but our process you know starts from the, you know the minute that bit goes in the ground and we start tracking right there okay we're starting to track on bottom drilling time and cost. And we've got tons and tons of data to compare it to. And, you know, we're giving you feedback, you know, pretty close to the minute that you want it. Right. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I remember several times that we've, 
and I, and I say those high profile runs, you know, it's the first run with a, with a big operator and, um, you know, we really want to put our best foot forward. And I mean, heck, I remember, you know, by us having that pace on or Todd co access, I mean, you know, you, you would, you would plug in, uh, a, a morning, a morning, uh, kind of summary, you know, a yeah. drilling summary of where we're at compared to the offsets. And, you know, we'd have one at lunch and maybe a mid afternoon and then an evening, uh, yeah. You know, and we did that throughout the whole run, which, you know, I think that was, I, I think it was really neat. You know, I had a lot of fun, you know, learning someone how to do that stuff. And, but I, from a customer standpoint, I, I think that's great because they don't have, you know, they don't have the time for that, you know. And so if a, a bit vendor can, can do anything for them that helps them, that makes their job easier, I, I think it's huge. Um, and, and it plus to me, it shows you that, that we care, you know, I mean, that every single run truly, that's how we treat it, you know? And so I think, you know, that's, that's a big benefit for, you know, for somebody why they would want to join the revolution. Right. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so one thing, you know, that I, that I feel like in the industry is law has been lost and maybe it, it got lost through COVID. I don't know if it was prior to COVID all the years end up running together, but it's really kind of the art of customer service. And, at the end of the day, I'm the drill bit provider and it doesn't end when that bit hits location, right? Um, it's not over, right? And it's not over when we pick it up. I'm, we are dialed in from the, the time it touches dirt to the time it gets out of the ground. We get it back to Houston and look at it, um, you know, and then continually providing feedback as much as you want it. If you want it three times a day, which that operator did, they wanted it morning, noon, and night. You got it three times a day. If you just want it once in the morning, we'll give it to you once in the morning. You know, and that's you can have it from just a days versus depth on bottom time comparison, or you can get the full suite. We could do all the drilling parameters versus your, you know, your best offsets or whatnot, and and uh, we'll provide that so you know exactly where we're sitting and, and and what's going on. And when you think about it from the drilling engineer's point of view, right? He's got people in other lines of our business, right? Motors, directional, you know, all the services that go along at the drilling rig that are trying to come in and meet with him every day. Plus he's got his job to do and meetings to go to and trainings to go to. Like you said, he can't be married to Payson and Tonko all day. No. Right. So it's that extra set of eyes and we're happy to provide that because it's extremely important to us. Extremely. Well, and you know, there's, there's guys at location that that's what, that's what their job is to watch that stuff. But even, even those guys have so much other things going on um, that they, they don't really have time. And so if you can provide them something as well, you know, Hey, like, look, cause you know, I know several times you would, you've done some, some daily updates and stuff, drilling updates and, and you shared them with our field hand, you know, and our field hands pass them on to the, to the guy out on location. And um, you know, He's that, like, where'd you get this? I data? think, yeah, I think it goes a long ways, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, and it's, we provide the whole thing, right? We're going to give you the complete historical analysis. It's not a filter. Every, everybody that's ever sold anything or sold bits before, you know, when you're going to make that initial sale, you take your best five or your best 10 runs in there. Now everything is in there, right? Our good ones, our bad ones, their good ones, their bad ones. It's all in there for you to take a look at because, you know, there comes a point now where we, you know, we have to be salesmen and we have to go sell, but it's not a game. You know, I mean, this costs a lot of money to operate a drilling rig. I mean, people would be blown away by how much it costs to run a drilling rig for 30 days. You know, I mean, it is expensive. So for me, I, 
I'm going to show you it all. There's, there's complete transparency. And then, you know, that's what you get from just the sales side of things. When that thing gets back to Houston, our engineering team's going to analyze and provide feedback on the cutterware, on gaugeware, uh, rotating and sliding ROPs. If he saw any BHA dysfunction during the run, stick slip, anything that needs to be recognized over the course of that run. And we all bring it to your attention, not so that, you know, you'll do something about it at the moment, but so that you were aware because they don't have all this time to go back and historically analyze these wells, right? It's on to the next one. You know, you're drilling four well pads, six well pad, eight well pad, you know, and you are on to the next one, right? And so that historical viewpoint is something I think that is important for us to bring to the table. Well, and you know what, Jim, we're as an industry, we're not drilling wells slower. No. You know, I mean, everything is only getting faster. And so with that, you just have less and less time for a lot of things that, that like you said, that could get overlooked or you just, you, you know, put on the back burner till, till later. And so, um, you know, if we can do any of that for our customer and save them some time, I, I think it's huge. Yeah. You know, and Cody, you know, the one thing that, you know, would tie all this together is, you know, we can't ever guarantee a hundred percent success, right? But we do have a guarantee, right? That if you engage with us and we go through all, <clears throat> excuse me, all of this process of, <clears throat> excuse me, I got choked up there, of looking at the historical data, you know, getting with our engineering team, agreeing on a goal, we're breaking down the cutter where we have a bit run. If, if what we put together does not work, right? It's not even close to our agreed upon goal, then you don't pay for it. Right. You know, at the end of the day, we will back that up 100 percent. We're not in here trying to find something that you did wrong. We're not in here looking to blame you. We want to go to work with you. Right. Because we are providing energy for a for millions of people with the little bitty holes that we drill in the ground and frack. You know, this is a it's it's much bigger than just selling a drill bit to us. Yeah. And, you know, I always, you know, beat or compete. We always kind of use that tagline. And, um, and to me, you know, that's why we don't design, uh, 10 or 12 bits at a time thinking, Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope it's going to work. And we, we think it's going to work and we'll just go throw them out everywhere. And, um, so, you know, most of our bits, if you choose, you know, to, to join the revolution, um, they're tried and true. And, um, for that application, they work and then if not you know the engineering team goes to work and and design something for you yeah we <clears throat> we design for you while others design for west texas you know or south texas or or wherever you at and I, I can back that up by the simple fact that we don't do porch bits man uh if if we put a bit on location it's because it's going in the ground um you know we don't do the ride the rig thing and and pray somebody's really kind to us and gives us a backup run we feel like our process earns us an opportunity. We design it and build it and commit to run it. We'll put it out there and it goes in the ground. Uh, but you're not, you don't ever have to worry about, man, is this, is this just excess inventory this guy is dropping? Is he just hoping to get a run? It's, it's very high attention to detail and making sure that the, the customer is successful because the only way that this works as a partnership is if we both win. We can't Absolutely. give you a bad product and, and you win. Absolutely. Right? So, well, I mean, I think that I hope that that little insight there kind of gives our customers a uh, kind of gives them an urge or you know or uh, a chance to 
to, to try to join the revolution. But um, that's, I thought that's what our whole purpose was, you know, Dave, just to give some insight on how we do things and why we do them. Um, but, you know, before we end, Jim, I'd like to thank our other sponsor, and that's uh, Lars Sandlin State Farm in Midland, Texas. For over 100 years, State Farm has helped people manage the risk of everyday life, helped rebuild neighborhoods, invested in our communities, and supported education and safety initiatives across the country. It's what being a good neighbor is all about. Laura and her team have over 70 combined years of experience in the insurance industry, offering a variety of insurance coverages from car, home, small business, life, and health to investments and banking opportunities. Stop by today for a free quote and see how State Farm can bundle your policies and save you money. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Boom, man. Boom. I mean, agreed. If you've never met Laura, she is a one of a kind, awesome woman. I don't know how you got her. Uh, and how she puts up with you, man. But uh, go see Laura there and, and get hooked up on on insurance, man. Extremely, extremely blessed for sure. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, man, I just if there's any topics that you guys would like to hear discussed that are listening to the podcast, shoot them our way. Um, we did get some questions on the last podcast, which we threw out a little short and tried to answer some questions. Uh, I got a question on one of our older podcasts about drill bit features. So I'm going to go ahead and, and do a little short on that um, in the next couple of weeks and throw that out there for you guys. But uh, to our current customers, thank you for being a part of our journey and joining the revolution. And to any potential operators out there, if you're wanting to challenge the status quo and you're wanting to see things done a little bit differently and you're wanting to see success that you have not seen or you know have been promised but you haven't gotten, Come take the Pepsi challenge and join the revolution. We won't let you down. If you like any more interest, uh, if you got any more interest in us, you can visit our website at www.revdrillbits.com. You can visit our LinkedIn page, and that's just Revolution Drill Bits. Or you can give us a shout out on our phone, phone number. That's 832-299-BITS. It's a heck of a phone number for a big company. Uh, <laughs> we will be back a month from now. Uh, we're fielding... Um, inquiries for topics. So if you've got one, throw it out there. We'll talk about it. Uh, we will be back on June 28th. Cody, thanks for hosting with me. want to thank Piedmont Associates, Jackie over there. She's awesome. Thank Laura Stan- Salem State Farm. And we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget, join the revolution.